Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, October 25th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The AAC has voted to add Army West Point as a football-only member, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel and others. Per ESPN, Army will serve as a replacement for SMU, which is joining the ACC next year, to keep the AAC at 14 teams for football. The football-only edition follows a similar arrangement to the one Navy has with the conference. Ensuring that the long-standing rivalry game between Army and Navy is played at the end of the college football season was an important detail to solve as part of Army's edition. ESPN's Heather Dinich reports the Black Knights and Midshipmen will not face other in an AAC regular season game and that the rivalry would continue as a non-conference matchup. If both finish in the top two in the conference standings, they would play each other in back-to-back weeks, first for the AAC title, and then in the rivalry game the following week. Tarleton State AD Lon Reisman will retire this spring after 31 years leading the Texans. President James Hurley says, five years ago, when we made the decision to embark on the NCAA Division I reclassification journey, Lon and I made a commitment to see it through together. We have successfully completed the process, established a culture of athletic excellence, and made significant investments into infrastructure and budgets. I cannot think of a better leader in athletics to have led us through this journey than Lon Reisman. Tarleton State University is thriving in every possible way, said President Hurley. This is an elite destination for students and student-athletes from all over the country. We are excited to see who will come in and build off Lon's incredible legacy and continue the commitment to success and excellence that is here at Tarleton State. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips began the second day of the ACC tip-off with a Q&A session and said of the additions of Stanford, Cal and SMU, we are a national conference. We've been a regional conference. Two years ago would we have done this? Probably not, but times have changed, and you either get on the offensive or you don't. The league is healthy. At the end of the day, my job is to run the ACC and make sure it's healthy for the next 70 years as it has been the last 70 years. I cannot control individual feelings on campuses, but we have addressed head-on anything that our campuses have indicated. I feel great. I really do. I've never been more bullish. I can't say that I felt that way a year ago. Phillips says the league was in constant communication with ESPN during expansion talks in regards to the pro rata agreement of adding new teams, and as it relates to the financial piece of it, we're still working on some of that. But as has been stated, we're going to use some dollars for the success initiative pool. We're going to use some of the new CFP dollars for the success initiative pool. We're still working through a few of those things, but it has benefit for our entire membership for certain. As far as what future conference hoops tournaments will look like, Phillips says he doesn't know if all 18 teams would be invited, noting, I think you've got to earn your way to play in I think the most prestigious postseason basketball tournaments in the country, and if you don't get to a certain threshold, then you just don't make it that year. Former Michigan State football head coach Mel Tucker has been found responsible for violating the school's sexual harassment policy. Hearing officer and Title IX attorney Amanda Norris Ames determined Tucker sexually harassed and exploited Brenda Tracy. USA Today's Kenny Jacoby notes, Tucker's account to the investigator, that he and Tracy had been in a romantic relationship and had consensual phone sex, was deemed less plausible, less consistent and less supported by the evidence than Tracy's, according to the report, which Tracy shared with USA Today. Ames wrote that Tucker's repeated contradictory statements to the investigator made his account difficult to believe. 
Jacoby points out that Tucker also did not present any documentation or witnesses supporting his claims that he and Tracy had been romantically involved, while several witnesses, text messages and emails supported Tracy's version of events. Oregon State and Washington State have filed a motion for a preliminary injunction seeking control of the Pac-12 board, the Athletics' Nicole Auerbach reports, adding, lawyers representing the two schools filed the motion, citing information obtained through discovery that they say confirms that schools, delivering a notice of withdrawal prior to August 1, 2024, automatically lose their board seats. Specifically, the filing cites Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov multiple attestations and sworn declarations that USC and UCLA automatically were removed as board representatives under the Constitution and bylaws following their notice of withdrawal from the Pac-12. Meanwhile, after Colorado announced it was leaving for the Big 12 in July, the Pac-12 notified the school the following day that CU's representation on the Pac-12's board of directors automatically ceases effective immediately, and CU no longer has the right to vote on any matter before the board. On top of that, the filing notes Klyovkov informed a reporter following the departures of Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Oregon and Washington that, we have four board members. From OSU and WSU, the evidence we have uncovered thus far in discovery overwhelmingly shows this is consistent with the position that the conference and the departing members themselves had taken up until just weeks before Oregon State and Washington State were forced to file our litigation. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, October 25th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.